0: I've seen Doctor Who. Oh, my God. Did you watch it? (laughs) I watched the new one as well. The Star Beast. The Star Beast. just came out, so... It sure did come from the star. What did you think of it? Because I am, like, the biggest Doctor Who fan on the planet, and you're, I think, a bit more casual, like... I don't think you even... Did you watch any Jodie Whittaker?
1: I've never seen any classic Who other than... um... Who who was in with Nail and I, not um, Paul McGann. Paul McGann. I've seen Paul McGann's film, and yeah. then I've seen Chris freckleston David Tennant, Matt Smith, the start of Peter Capaldi, the start of Jodie Whitaker, and here we are. Yeah. So I think I think I follow general audience trends. That's yeah, me. I
0: think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, also we're of a certain age. Like, at the end of the day, it's basically a kids' show, so it's sort of like lots of our yeah. most of my mates sort of watched matt smith and sort of fizzled out around then it was huge when we were younger it was it's the not the biggest so it's anymore. ever been well i mean when we were kids like david Tennant, you go into a shop and they'd have like the doctor who aisle and it would just mm. be merchandise like you've never seen yeah. like it was just it was everywhere um and now it's those team it was it's the people who would you know making the show back when it was uh when it was so big have come back and it does seem like they are going to do loads of spin-offs they're gonna really push it as much as they can it's on disney plus as well now If the scripts are good and they can get the viewers back, it could go really, really big. But talking about Paul McGann, this is exactly
1: what they tried with the film, was Mm. to try and get that American spin-off, that American audience,
0: that just fell on its face very hard. But they shot that in Vancouver, and it was like, you know, they had an American master, American companion. Like, it was Mm. an American version of the show, which... You know, it was already majority British viewers that sort of turned the British. Are I mean, people, people did like the movie, but like you know, it was a bit. Yeah. I'm not sure about this. And Americans, it was like this is too British. So this is now at least, it's very much a British show. It's still it's back again. entirely how it was, but it's just like yeah, internationally rather than just putting on some obscure channel like they like push. <laughs> they're gonna put it on Disney Plus. People can be like, oh, I've heard about that. I'll give it give it a go. Um, what I find most interesting is
1: if you don't know, this is now been partially funded by everyone's favourite corporate conglomerate. Um the one, the only art Disney.
0: Oh I love that. Um so that's
1: why it's being shown on Disney Plus and that is why they have they've so squarely grabbed they each end of Doctor magic. Who and they're twisting as hard as they can to really wring out the cash um from the Doctor. So that's why Tennant is back, to kickstart that audience it's in that's... a very cynical way. It's to get people back in. And I mean, uh, I it, saw an it interview Russia T Davis because...
0: Like Disney wasn't on, like they weren't on board by the time that like, they would already come back. And then after Rusty mm-hmm. Davis was back, he was the one who tried to push for Disney Plus because he wanted to get the worldwide like viewers, yeah. But um, and more money. But I mean, <laughs> if they're only back for three episodes. Well, Rusty Davis is back for good, but I mean, yes. and Taylor it's only three episodes, and that's why I was so sad at ending it. I was like, oh, God, I really want a full series of this. I know, but, but I, know for the best I know, it's finite.
1: Something yeah. that I thought was very interesting as well, um, something that Russell T. Davis said, I don't know whether you saw, that he's now kind of, although it's not, he in his his little canon world is classing the next series with the next Doctor
0: almost series one again. Yeah, so this is like the season
1: one esque reboot. And, Which I've and got that...
0: mixed feelings on because now there's three series ones. <laughs> like there's <Yeah>. 1963, <laughs> 2005 and 2024. Yeah. Like it's... Oh, well i can't what series is meant to be it would be so there were 26 series of classic series i think oh my and, god Add 13 so this would be what series 40 wow something like that yeah that sounds about right so let's just call it series 14 <laughs> that, that's bound to get viewers on board <laughs> It would just be a marketing but thing. People would be like I'm not watching yeah. series fourteen, yeah, episode yeah. one.
1: They're gonna be like, Oh, yeah. series one, episode Yeah, alright, that's fine. It's the old it's the old issue one of Spider Man for the five yeah. hundredth time. Um no, but anyway, is, um... enough of all the the boring behind the scenes politics and cynicism. Yeah. What did you think?
0: I thought it was fun. Like it wasn't you know, it it, it was basically there to reintroduce everything and it was about the characters. Yeah. So like as a plot it was sort of it's the same as all the the um whenever they do like a new beginning in doctor who like rose like the first episode with um christopher eccleston like it's a very simple story with with the autons a very simple like Mm. villain and um you you get that a lot like so it was um yeah very simple story but it was good i liked it um i did unfortunately know the twist was coming because it's like based on a comic um from the first era um so i knew that beep the meep was oh it's just called the meep in this actually um i knew i knew it was a villain um all right, but, bloody hell. Someone's so, as clever as the Doctor. I, no, I just saw that spoiled on the internet about <laughs> two days ago. Um, oh, it was fun. What, what did you think about it? Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: It was a nice little little kick back into the universe. Yeah. It, it starts with a, a monologue. Um, oh, yeah, of, I thought that of, was shot really weirdly. The Doctor and Donna, yeah, explaining the, the series with them beforehand. Yeah. And the fact that, that Donna had her memory wiped. Um, and and if how she, dire if she it would be. If she remembers be. him, she'll die. If she remembers yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it was
0: 13 years ago, so I think it's for the best they did that.
1: Yeah. Um, and then it's, like you said, it's just a, a pretty standard Doctor Who episode. There's nothing crazy mm. about it. You, It's one of those just fun romps start to finish. Yeah. Nothing surprising happens um, other than general twist that yeah. Meep is villain. Um, but it was great. Nice to send it back. Yeah. It's,
0: it's like he never left, really. Oh, basically, yeah. Yeah, Donna was... Pretty much the same. Um, it was good to see her, her mum again, and uh, her mum was uh, great. She is great. I just wanted to see Wilf, though. Like, I'm kind of thinking now he's probably just gonna be in like one of the last scenes of the third episode. Yeah, but it's kind of good how they're building up towards him because everyone wants to yeah. see him. He was a great character, and we know that they did film with him just before Bernard Cribbins mm. passed away.
1: Thought all of the the monster makeup, the monster animatronics, were very good.
0: They were because it, it looked kind of like. Not particularly real, like the the Roth Warriors, like looked like a bit goofy yeah. and stuff. But yeah. <laughs> they look exactly like they did in the cartoon, and it's like that's Doctor Who. Like you don't, I don't really want to see like a realistic looking monster. I want to see what, what was cool to a kid, like yeah, what will make a good action figure. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they nailed it. I mean, Rusty Davis has always had really good monsters. Like his era, I remember uh, promoting series two, like in the Radio Times, they had like a foldout um, cover where it had, like, some of the monsters of the series, like Clockwork Droids, like Cyberman. Oh, like, yeah. It had, like, K-9 and Aerodrome. And, and it was basically to be, like... And that was, that was so cool. And as a kid, I had all the action figures. Of, I mean, I had hundreds. I had, like, basically all of them they did. And wow. that, that's what they need to bring back. Like, they don't really do action figures very much anymore. They just do, like, repaints of old molds mm. they already have. And they do, like, well, mainly classic series because they know it's just, like, adults buying them. Yeah, I know. Literally. Literally me.
1: But Meep, yeah. The, Meep looked great um when he turns it becomes a cgi meep um well it was slightly more movement it was always very good
0: um it was always like a practical thing that they then enhanced with yeah
1: yeah with the blinks and things and that's that's like a spot-on way to do it yeah that's that's a perfect medium
0: yeah because it means all the fur looks really real and everything Mm. but you can have a bit more facial expression and they they replaced like the mouth to make sure it was like Mm. in lip sync with miriam margley's is um she's great she's great she's oh, i love so her in what great casting that was what a good choice yeah um the
1: only the only thing that let me down that was really i just couldn't get over every other side character was such a bad actor rose was terrible the uh the unit wasn't, wasn't, scientist was yes. so bad
0: yeah. i've seen them both in things before and i, I didn't think they were very good at oh, that and i thought well God. You know, maybe they'll be better in in this and no they were both oh, quite would
1: I love that the Doctor is is now embracing uh, their their very trans heritage. Yeah. I love that. I mean, the Doctor is very much in the forefront of transgender. Episode. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like he it great actually, was a woman an hour earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the the little psychic paper bit. That was. Where it funny. says he was. Um... Yeah, it says like mistress. It's, ah, Keep up. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. There's there's loads of good like little jokes, and it was sort of it was good for the whole family again, which you you need from doctor who yeah i saw someone say that comparable.
1: saturday night's back yeah um, I, I, I wouldn't Australia say that Whitaker's yeah I,
0: it's a bit, bit premature yeah but it's it's back on saturday which is perfect it's afterwards got the half an hour like behind the scenes um mm. show again which was really nice um because i mean that was part of what but I, I, like getting me interested in film and stuff because you see the whole crew i remember like they'd always show the like um special effects team like doing the explosions and everything and they show the prosthetics team and in this they have an interview with the um, second assistant sound and it's like you get to see like a sort of side of it I I really hope that um, I think I only know one person who works on Doc Two, but I know um, Phil Collinson the main producer's um, like driver he's also one of the drivers on the show, but he mainly drives him and Russell and so like I didn't see his name in the credits, but I, I I want him to do an interview with Lewis. I think he'd be very funny, <laughs> but I think he'd struggle to keep it family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Is he Welsh? Because I know no, he's everyone not. He's everyone a, in he's from Manchester. Welsh. Yeah, a lot of them are Welsh. Yeah. God, I'd love to work. I I don't know. I, I would both love and not want to work on Doctor Who. Because if I'm start, if I'm working like as a runner, I'm right at the bottom of it, and I'm just getting every episode ruined. I think it's kind of good to have that's true to have one thing that um you can just be a fan of that you can just watch because i know 100
1: um, agree because i'm sure you've been asked this before as as a runner or as someone in the film industry you're always asked by friends and family or people you haven't seen in a while mm-hmm. oh that's so amazing what what would you want to work on who would you want yeah. to work with and the answer that you would you would want to give is, is almost the one you wouldn't want to work with because yeah. it it kind of is, is a peek back behind the curtain that. Then you just can't you can't watch yeah, it, the way, you can't it the same way you I can't mean, enjoy it the same way. Yeah, I, I yeah, know a exactly. bunch of people have worked
0: with him and they all say he's not, but they all say he's lovely. Exactly, but it's you know still.
1: I worked with um, Chris which is yeah. very exciting on an upcoming comedy. Um, he was great, and yeah. I'm so glad he was great because yeah, he was great as the Doctor, and it, it would have been such a shame if he wasn't.
0: Definitely, and there's a lot of responsibility for the cast, I guess, because they need to um, they need to sort of be almost the doctor and be that, like, really moral, really friendly, like, kind Mm. person off off camera too. Because especially when it's kids, like, that would that would, like, destroy you if you met the doctor and he was horrible. Yeah, (laughs) well,
1: it would be like that story of Alec Guinness. He was always kind of people coming up to him saying about how much they love Star Wars and Mm. there was this story of a a kid coming up to him and saying, wow, I love Star Wars, I love you as Obi-Wan. And he looked down to the kid and said something like, Star Wars isn't real. You need to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't surprise me. I don't think he, he's a particularly big Star Wars fan. He said, watch the Lady Killers instead. It's much better. Oh, the no, it's not. The Lady Killers <laughs> is good. But it's, it's
0: no Star Wars. <laughs>
1: as well as watching the Star Beast, you've been watching some classic Who as well, haven't you?
0: Oh, I've watched loads. Because it was the 60th anniversary on Thursday. So I watched... Oh, let me go down the list. I watched loads of random stuff. I watched... The Time Meddler, The Curse of Fenric, Earthshock, The Caves of Androzani, uh, blah, 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 Genesis of the Daleks, The Day of the Doctor, the five, yeah, the Five Doctors, <laughs> and Destiny of the Daleks, and the Daleks in colour. So they like took the first Dalek story, which was in black and white, and colourised it and put it on the telly, wow. and they did a really bad job of it. It looks oh. so bad, like. It's not that the technology's about... I don't know why they didn't upscale it. Like There's like AI software. So I, just as for a bit of fun once, just like AI upscaled a scene from Classic Doctor Who um, and it looks like it was shot this year. It looks great. And I also like cleaned up the audio because that's not difficult to do. Um, and then co- <laughs> then did some colorization, And they just didn't do that. So it's in horrendous quality and the audio is like... It's a terrible, like, 60s mic. Um, and then they've got really loud new music they've put over the top, so you can't hear the dialogue half the time. <laughs> and, because I think, you know, the Daleks, it's all mostly set in, like, a Dalek city where everything's, like, silver. So I guess they, they just were like, oh, if it's got colour, we need to give it as much colour as we can possibly do. And so the Dalek city looks like a CBB set. It's, like, red <laughs> and yellow and blue and green, and it looks so, so bad. And, oh, that may be really sad, because I was looking forward to it. But, um... Oh well. Afterwards, they aired an adventure in space and time. Have you ever seen that? That would come out. Think I think I watched it at your house. You did, yeah. So I watched that yeah. again. I remember we were cuddling it's watching really... that, weren't we? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Been... <laughs> it was really interesting biopic about like the int- uh, the um, origins of Doctor Two. and it's also interesting, like not even if, if you don't watch Doctor Two, like just as a sort of um, just about what TV was like in Britain in in the sixties, like yeah. how the production works. Um, and at the end of that, like there's a bit where. William Hartnell like sees a vision of Of Matt Smith's 11th Doctor And it's like as if it's him Coming to terms with the fact the show can go on without him And that's a good thing And But they re-edited it with shooty Gatwa And so that was a nice surprise Oh that's lovely Yeah so that was his debut as the Doctor oh. Anything more about Doctor Who to talk about? Um, other than it's gone woke other No it has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cause they, I didn't think they would I didn't know if they were going like, to address her being trans Or if they would just sort of keep it Um, you know we know you don't need to might not need to be part of the plot it was very much like that is really relevant to the story and that was like kind of how it was all wrapped up it was like and I thought that was really clever
1: I think so well the the doctor has just transitioned so yeah if if there is an episode to do it it makes sense for this to be the episode yeah and I think it's nice for like kids like
0: normalising
1: like yeah yeah it's it's just a shame that,
0: um, that she couldn't act she couldn't act i thought she was kind of of a boring character in that like every single like every scene a character's like oh my beautiful daughter oh rose you're so perfect oh you're amazing it's like well she made some nice little toys but like (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) i loved it in the in the tardis catherine tate says oh she's perfect but she
0: can't act (laughs) that was funny that was really funny